Hello everyone, I am Candace Downs and welcome to my podcast. Um, I am all things health, life, and relationships. And today is Sunday. So I call this starting over Sunday. I know it's, it's pretty amazing. Sunday comes so quickly and then Monday comes around. But starting over Sunday to me means uh, to, to take a day to reset yourself, to prepare for the week, you know, plan out, get yourself organized, uh, and start the week out fresh. It's amazing to me that on the calendar, the uh, the week starts on Sunday. So that means it's a reset day. It's time to reset yourself. How do you reset yourself? So I'll give you a few ways on how I prepare for the week, the up and coming week. So today is the day I'm resetting myself. So I'm getting myself organized. I usually clean on Saturdays um, and then I, you know, get my life in order, so to speak, on Sundays. So that means I'm, you know, I'm washing a load of clothes. I'm about to do a full food prep. Um, those, those things that prepare me, you know, uh, planning my workouts for the week, you know, whether I'm going to do a spin class or I'm going to uh, meet up with my personal trainer, whatever that looks like for you. Let me just give you an example of my up and coming preparation. So I'm baking some chicken. I'm getting my my, uh, wellness life in order. Uh, It's good to make sure that Sundays I'm preparing my meals for the next like two or three days. Um, I eat a lot because I eat six meals a day. But I'm I'm baking some chicken. I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm baking some sweet potatoes, and I'm gonna be stir frying a little, well, sauteing some some uh, mixed vegetables soon. Also, too, I'm organizing my life by um, my workouts. So working out is really important to me. Um, it really helps to keep my stress levels super low. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> out of a seven day week I like to work out between four to five times a week Uh, but I like to keep it fresh and exciting so today is a day where I would sit down and and really plan on my calendar against my work schedule um, what exactly my workout life looks like so I'll do a spin class on Monday I'll work out with my trainer on Tuesday Um, on maybe Wednesday I may take the day off and then work out Thursday Friday because I love working out on a Friday um, and the weekends because the, the gyms are super quiet. Um, and then my food prep. Then I sit down and I also mentally prepare for the week. That's some things I u- I never used to do. And I had anxiety and I was extremely worrisome uh, about any and everything. But if I sit down for maybe about 30 minutes and just mentally prepare myself for the up and coming week, look at what's going on at my job. Um, let's see, you know, what groups I have in because I'm an, I am an event manager by day. Um, that helps to really get me in the mindset of what's up and coming so I can take care of those things. But also if something random pops up, I, I'm, I'm prepared to um, adjust, you know. In the wake of um, the recent increase of celebrity suicides, uh, it's important for me to take uh, a day for myself to reflect, to reset and recharge. Uh, I call it my mental health day. So Sunday plays a big part in my mental health um, day and how I prepare again for the week. So I'm starting over. It's Sunday. I'm 
you know, I have a lunch with a friend this afternoon. But how do you recharge? How do you reset for the week? How are you preparing? Or do you? Or is it something that you need to incorporate? If there's anything you need to do for yourself, you should do for yourself. Um, I'm a firm believer in just staying true to you and, you know, doing what feels right for you. So even if that means like, hey, you're going to go skateboarding. Okay, go skateboarding. If that makes you feel good, if that's something that helps you, you know, maintain balance, then you do that. Um, I'm all about people doing what feels right for them and their personal lives because there's no one size fits all to this thing called life, you know. So um, reset today. Recharge. Take some time out for yourself. If you hear some noise in the background, that's my dog. We're we're playing to keep her quiet. But, you know, whatever it looks like for you to reset, recharge, and reflect on, you know, the the past week and how you can do things differently, then do that. Um, I like to reset with a nice glass of wine. And uh, I really, I enjoy spending time with friends on the weekends, especially or whenever I have the opportunity. So I encourage you today to take some time out, even if it's 15 minutes. If it's five minutes and you increase week by week, like five minutes this week, 10 minutes next week, and you build up to maybe a 20, 25 to 30 minute window where you can actually get yourself ready and um, just just set to go on this up and coming week, do that. Um, Please continue to follow this podcast. I love talking to you guys. Although this is like episode two. I'm really enjoying this. Um, If you have any comments or questions, follow me on all social sites. I am Candace Downs. um, At I am Candace Downs. And I would love to hear from you. Um, The website is coming soon. um, But I would love to know how you are preparing yourself for this week. I love you guys. Thank you for being amazing friends. Thank you for um, being on this journey with me. This is a, a very new journey, very new venture, but I am so excited about it. And I look forward to what's to come. Have a fabulous week. Talk with you guys soon. Hello, everyone. I am Candace Downs, and welcome to my podcast. Um, I am All Things Health life and relationships and today is Sunday so I call this starting over Sunday I know it's it's pretty amazing Sunday comes so quickly and then Monday comes around but starting over Sunday to me means uh, to, to take a day to reset yourself to prepare for the week you know plan out get yourself organized Uh, And start the week out fresh. It's amazing to me that on the calendar, the the week starts on Sunday. So that means it's a reset day. It's time to reset yourself. How do you reset yourself? So I'll give you a few ways on how I prepare for the week, the up-and-coming week. So today is the day I'm resetting myself. So I'm getting myself organized. I usually clean on Saturdays. um, And then I you know, get my life in order, so to speak, on Sundays. So that means I'm, you know, I'm washing a load of clothes. I'm about to do a full food prep. Um, Those those things that prepare me, you know, uh, planning my workouts for the week, you know, whether I'm going to do a spin class or I'm going to uh, meet up with my personal trainer, whatever that looks like for you. 
let me just give you an example of my up and coming preparation. So <clears throat> I'm baking some chicken. I'm getting my my uh, wellness life in order. Uh, it's good to make sure that Sundays I'm preparing my meals for the next like two or three days. Um, I eat a lot because I eat six meals a day, but I'm I have, I'm baking some chicken. I'm I'm I'm. Uh, I'm baking some sweet potatoes, and I'm going to be stir-frying a little, well, sautéing some some uh, mixed vegetables soon. Also, too, I'm organizing my life by um, my workouts. So working out is really important to me. Um, it really helps to keep my stress levels super low. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> out of a seven-day week, I like to work out between four to five times a week. Uh, but I like to keep it fresh and exciting. So today is a day where I would sit down and, and really plan on my calendar against my work schedule. Um, what exactly my workout life looks like. So I'll do a spin class on Monday. I'll work out with my trainer on Tuesday. Um, on maybe Wednesday, I may take the day off and then work out Thursday, Friday because I love working out on a Friday um, and the weekends because the, the gyms are super quiet. Um, and then my food prep. Then I sit down and I also mentally prepare for the week. That's some things I u- I never used to do. And I had anxiety and I was extremely worrisome uh, about any and everything. But if I sit down for maybe about 30 minutes and just mentally prepare myself for the up and coming week, look at what's going on at my job. Um, let's see, you know, what groups I have in because I'm an, I am an event manager by day. Um, that helps to really get me in the mindset of what's up and coming so I can take care of those things. But also if something random pops up, I, I'm, I'm prepared to um, adjust, you know. In the wake of um, the recent increase of celebrity suicides, uh, it's important for me to take uh, a day for myself to reflect, to reset and recharge. Uh, I call it my mental health day. So Sunday plays a big part in my mental health um, day and how I prepare again for the week. So I'm starting over. It's Sunday. Um, You know, I have a lunch with a friend this afternoon. But how do you recharge? How do you reset for the week? How are you preparing? Or do you? Or is it something that you need to incorporate? If there's anything you need to do for yourself, you should do for yourself. Um, I'm a firm believer in just staying true to you and, you know, doing what feels right for you. So even if that means like, hey, you're going to go skateboarding. Okay, go skateboarding. If that makes you feel good, if that's something that helps you, you know, maintain balance, then you do that. Um, I'm all about people doing what feels right for them and their personal lives because there's no one size fits all to this thing called life, you know. So, um reset today recharge take some time out for yourself if you hear some noise in the background that's my dog we're we're playing to keep her quiet (laughs) um but you know whatever it looks like for you to reset recharge and reflect on you know the, the past week and how you can do things differently then do that um i like to reset with a nice glass of wine and uh, I really, I enjoy spending time with friends on the weekends, especially or whenever I have the opportunity. So I encourage you today to take some time out, even if it's 15 minutes. If, if it's five minutes and you increase week by week, like five minutes this week, 10 minutes next week, and you build up to maybe a 20, 25 to 30 minute window 
where you can actually get yourself ready and um, just just set to go on this up and coming week. Do that. Um, please continue to follow this podcast. I love talking to you guys. Although this is like episode two, I'm really enjoying this. Um, if you have any comments or questions, follow me on all social sites. I am Candace Downs. Um, I at I am Candace Downs, and I would love to hear from you. Um, the website is coming soon, um, but. I would love to know how you are preparing yourself for this week. I love you guys. Thank you for being amazing friends. Thank you for um, being on this journey with me. This is a, a very new journey, very new venture, but I am so excited about it. And I look forward to what's to come. Have a fabulous week. Talk with you guys soon. Hello there, darlings. I am Candace Downs, and welcome to my podcast. Um, today, we're going to talk about sex. Sex is one of my favorite topics, and it falls under the health topics, that one of the topics I love to talk about the most. Um, so we're going to talk about sexual health today, and I think that that's a very healthy thing to do. So let's get into it. So last night, I had the pleasure of meeting a few people. I was out I'm on a Friday Friday night, and, you know, we were just sitting there chatting, and the topic sex came up. Well, I love sex. I love talking about sex. Uh, I think that sex can be extremely healthy. So, we talked about sex. One of the biggest topics, and let me just give you this. So, there were two gentlemen, um, both over the age of 45, one that was divorced, one I believe is still married, but just didn't want to say he was married, you know? Um, they were also patrons of this restaurant and then the bartender, um, my sister and I go there often and so they, we know them. And so it's not unusual for us to talk about real life things because, you know, we're real people with real life issues and things going on. So we always talk and sex came up and the gentlemen, the patrons, they were, they were sitting and, um, as a single woman, I was talking to the bartender about, you know, what I feel with is a healthy sexual, um, sexual life for a woman who's a single woman. And um, usually when I'm in the presence of men who are either been, they're married or they have been married, um, you know, sex always sparks their interest. And so we all began discussing this topic. And so I, I, I said... You know, as a single woman, I feel that, you know, having sex once a week, a week is, like, minimum. Like, you know, as a single person, as long as I am, for me, as long as I am having sex with one partner, I could have sex up to three times a week. You know, I mean, maybe more, depending on the week, how my week goes. Um, but I think that that's healthy, at least to have sex once a week. Um, they... <laughs> Of course, as men, um, we're like, you know, once a week for a single person, I mean, I would be having sex seven days a week. And I'm like, you know, dude, guess what? We work, you know, you play. It's seven times a week in a, within a seven, seven days a week, within a seven day a week week. It might be a little excessive, but I think that for, you know, someone who's single who has a steady partner, once a week minimum. I'm going to need that once a week. But I mean, if it exceeds to, if it, if it makes it to three times a week, I'm totally open to that, you know? Um, the guy that was divorced chimed in and I 
that's why I wanted to make this podcast today. I, I hear this often with married men. Um, 75% of the men who approach me are married. Let me just say that. Um, it's not something that I'm super proud of. Um, I have had a um, sexual relationship with one married man in my entire life. Um, not my proudest moment, but it happened and so it is what it is. It's a part of my story. Um, I'm no longer doing that and it only lasted about a year, which is entirely too long. Let me just say that. But, you know, as this married man, you know, I, I as being approached by married men often, I hear a lot of reasons as to why they're, they feel like their sex lives are not great. Um, so this one man, this one guy, he chimed in and he said, you know, uh, I'm divorced. And I'm like, well, hey, like, tell me about that. You know, tell me about why you're divorced. Tell me, you know, how your sex life was. Because unbeknownst to a lot of people, and I don't understand why the people don't just get it. But unbeknownst to them, sex is really, truly important. Um, even more so after you get married. Sometimes people get married. Um, and I've, this is what this is hearsay because I've never been married, but I've 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 asked this question to so many married men and women. Um, a lot of things shift after they get married, and things aren't the same um, sexually, emotionally, physically, and 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 spiritually. Um, life takes a toll on them. A lot of times, you know, their family. You know, taking care of family takes a toll on them. It's just so many different variables that go into why relationships, sexual relationships, aren't kept fresh after marriage. So I asked him, and he said, you know, um, my wife, my ex-wife, just wasn't open enough for me. She wasn't um, open to the idea of, you know, my kind of sex. And I said, well, hey, hold on. Pump your brakes here. We're not going to sit here and pretend like after you got married, you had this conversation with her. And if you did, I blame you because before you marry someone, you know, marriage is supposed to be forever. Before you marry someone, shouldn't there be a place where you have that conversation ahead of time? Like, hey, by the way, I like to be choked during sex. Or, hey, by the way, I like when you pull my hair during sex. Or something to that nature. Those conversations in my book should be had prior to until you, you know, before, you know, before you get married, you walk down this aisle and now you're having boring sex. And he said he never had that conversation. She wasn't as open. Let me just say that. She wasn't as open to having that conversation ahead of time before they got married. I said, well, sure, Paul. You knew she wasn't open to having sexual conversations with you prior to marrying her. That's your fault. Don't blame her. Blame yourself. Um, and, you know, there it takes two. It absolutely takes two. But if a woman is not open, or if a person, let me just make it broad. If a person is not open to hearing what you like as your partner to please you, or they're not open to doing those things, you may need to reevaluate your sex life with that person prior to taking a life-changing step with them. And he was like, you're, it's, you're, you're right. You're, it's true that I should have acknowledged those signs prior to getting married to her, and things might have worked out a little differently. He took responsibility for that, and I was actually pretty happy to hear that. A lot of men don't always do that. Let me just make that clear. A lot of people don't always take responsibility 
for where they've fallen short in, especially relationships with life, but also in relationships when there's two people playing a part. The other guy was not super open to sharing his information, which leads me to think that he's he's still married, but he's obviously unhappy because he was definitely one of those married men who was looking for a little action that night opposed to, you know, t- keeping it home and taking care of business there. So my podcast today talking about sex, you know, what do you consider to be a healthy sex life? I consider, you know, whether you're married or you're not, as a single woman, once a week, three, I'm a happy girl, four, I mean, I might be on cloud nine, honey, but <laughs> as a married person, I've never been married, so I can't tell you what that looks like. You have children, you know, you have children that, you know, play a major part in lack thereof sex, you know, taking, you know, if you're a woman or if you're a man, taking care of your kid, um, that, you know, taking care of another human being is tiresome. So, you know, at the end of the day, you may not feel like having sex, right? You may just want to be like, okay, I'm going to work. I'm going to take my kid, take care of my kid, come home, go to sleep. And that leaves your partner like, what about me? I, I've heard that a lot um, when it comes to, I hear that a lot from men. I got to be honest with you. But I know a lot of men who take care of their children as well. So, it may be across the board. I really haven't done a poll that way, but I know for sure that um, a lot of men feel slighted after children have come into the picture. They've had kids with their, their spouse, and you know now the focus is on the child, which completely should be. Uh, I think their argument is, <clears throat> excuse me, that yeah, you make time for the you know your children, but make time for your husband as well, and that's right. But I think that, you know, um, and I really can't speak to that, but I I feel that across the board, maybe, you know, I think this is another topic, but, you know, there could be some help there when it comes to taking care of the children. So that way the wife is not super tired at the end of the night and she's willing to give you some, just saying. Healthy sex life for me, for a married couple, I think I believe that if I was married and I'm 37, so I probably want to have kids. Um, so, you know, I really feel that I would still be wanting it about, you know, roughly three times a week. I think that that's on the good side. I've, again, I've surveyed men and they feel like three to four times a week is, is good, especially if you're laying next to your, your partner. So that was my sex talk for the day. Um, again, sexual health is super important, um, towards life and your well-being and just overall you know who doesn't like to have sex you know and who just doesn't like to have sex I just sex is great you know especially if you're getting it the way that you you enjoy it sex can open up an entire world of just pleasure and overall um just it's just great. <laughs> I can't say it enough. I don't, I can't say anything else. I just, I personally enjoy sex. I will say that, um, sex has gotten better for me over the years. And I've heard this a lot as well. Um, sex in my thirties compared to my twenties is like phenomenal. I mean, it's just the greatest thing ever. And I think that is also attributed to my partners. I've had some really amazing partners within the last few years. Um, so, you know, that's 
played a huge part in it. Um, my partners were significantly better than the ones that were in my 20s. So, you know, great partners and, you know, being in my 30s, it's it's a beautiful thing. So anyway, um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I can be found on all social sites at I am Candace Downs. That's Candace with an I, darling. Do not spell my name with an A. Um, comment. Let me know what you think. Share this podcast, please. And also let me know what topics you want to discuss. Remember, I'm all things health, life, and relationships. Not just physical health. Not just goal setting. Not just romantic relationships. But everything encompassed. And I'm here for you. I will talk to you guys later. Thanks. Bye. Hello there, darlings. I am Candace Downs, and welcome to my podcast. Um, today we're gonna talk about sex. Sex is one of my favorite topics, and it falls under the health topics. That one of the topics I love to talk about the most. Um, so we're going to talk about sexual health today, and I think that that's a very healthy thing to do. So let's get into it. So last night I had the pleasure of meeting a few people. I was out, um, on a Friday, Friday night, and, you know, we were just sitting there chatting and the topic sex came up. Well, I love sex. I love talking about sex. Uh, I think that sex can be extremely healthy. So we talked about sex. One of the biggest topics, and let me just give you this. So there were two gentlemen, um, both over the age of 45, one that was divorced, one I believe is still married, but just didn't want to say he was married, you know. Um, They were also patrons of this restaurant. And then the bartender, uh, my sister and I go there often, and so we know them. And so it's not unusual for us to talk about real life things, because, you know, we're real people with real life issues and things going on. So we always talk. And sex came up, and the gentlemen, the patrons, they were they were sitting, and um, as a single woman, I was talking to the bartender about, you know, what I feel what is a healthy sexual, um, sexual life for a woman who's a single woman. And um, usually, when I'm in the presence of men who are either been they're married or they have been married, um, you know, sex always sparks their interest and so we all began discussing this topic and so I, I I said you know as a single woman I feel that you know having sex once a week is like minimum like you know as a single person as long as I am for me as long as I am having sex with one partner I could have sex up to three times a week you know I mean maybe more depending on the week how my week goes Um, But I think that that's healthy, at least to have sex once a week. Um, They, (laughs) of course, as men, um, were like, you know, once a week for a single person. I mean, I would be having sex seven days a week. And I'm like, you know, dude, guess what? We work, you know, you play. It's seven times a week and within a seven, seven days a week, within a seven day a week week. It might be a little excessive, but I think that for, you know, someone who's single, who has a steady partner, once a week minimum, I'm going to need that once a week. But I mean, if it exceeds to, if it, if it makes it to three times a week, I'm totally open to that, you know? Um, the guy that was divorced chimed in and I 
that's why I wanted to make this podcast today. I, I hear this often with married men. Um, 75% of the men who approach me are married. Let me just say that. Um, it's not something that I'm super proud of. Um, I have had a um, sexual relationship with one married man in my entire life. Um, not my proudest moment, but it happened and so it is what it is. It's a part of my story. Um, I'm no longer doing that and it only lasted about a year, which is entirely too long. Let me just say that. But, you know, as this married man, you know, I, I as being approached by married men often, I hear a lot of reasons as to why they're, they feel like their sex lives are not great. Um, so this one man, this one guy, he chimed in and he said, you know, uh, I'm divorced. And I'm like, well, hey, like, tell me about that. You know, tell me about why you're divorced. Tell me, you know, how your sex life was. Because unbeknownst to a lot of people, and I don't understand why the people don't just get it. But unbeknownst to them, sex is really, truly important. Um, even more so after you get married. Sometimes people get married. Um, and I've, this is what this is hearsay because I've never been married, but I've 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 asked this question to so many married men and women. Um, a lot of things shift after they get married, and things aren't the same um, sexually, emotionally, physically, and 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 spiritually. Um, life takes a toll on them. A lot of times, you know, their family. You know, taking care of family takes a toll on them. It's just so many different variables that go into why relationships, sexual relationships, aren't kept fresh after marriage. So I asked him, and he said, you know, um, my wife, my ex-wife, um, just wasn't open enough for me. She wasn't um, open to the idea of you know, my kind of sex. And I said, well, hey, hold on, pump your brakes here. We're not going to sit here and pretend like after you got married, you had this conversation with her. And if you did, I blame you because before you marry someone, you know, marriage is supposed to be forever. Before you marry someone, shouldn't there be a place where you have that conversation ahead of time? Like, hey, by the way, I like to be choked during sex. Or, hey, by the way, I like when you pull my hair during sex. Or something to that nature. Those conversations in my book should be had prior to until you, you know, before, you know, before you get married, you walk down this aisle and now you're having boring sex. And he said he never had that conversation. She wasn't as open. Let me just say that. She wasn't as open to having that conversation ahead of time before they got married. I said, well, sure fault. You knew she wasn't open to having sexual conversations with you prior to marrying her. That's your fault. Don't blame her. Blame yourself. Um, and, you know, there it takes two. It absolutely takes two. But if a woman is not open, or if a person, let me just make it broad. If a person is not open to hearing what you like as your partner, to please you, or they're not open to doing those things, you may need to reevaluate your sex life with that person prior to taking a life-changing step with them. And he was like, you're, it's, you're, you're right. You're, it's true that I should have acknowledged those signs prior to getting married to her, and things might have worked out a little differently. He took responsibility for that, and I was actually pretty happy to hear that. A lot of men don't always do that. Let me just make that clear. A lot of people don't always take responsibility 
for where they've fallen short in, especially relationships, or life, but also in relationships when there's two people playing a part. The other guy was not super open to sharing his information, which leads me to think that he's he's still married, but he's obviously unhappy because he was definitely one of those married men who was looking for a little action that night opposed to, you know, t- keeping it home and taking care of business there. So my podcast today talking about sex, you know, what do you consider to be a healthy sex life? I consider, you know, whether you're married or you're not as a single woman, once a week, three, I'm a happy girl. Four, I mean, I might be on cloud nine, honey, but (laughs) as a married person, I've never been married. I can't tell you what that looks like. You have children, you know, you have children that, you know, play a major part in lack there of sex, you know, taking, you know, if you're a woman or if you're a man taking care of your kid, um, that, you know, taking care of another human being is tiresome. So, you know, at the end of the day, you may not feel like having sex, right? You may just want to be like, okay, I'm going to work. I'm going to take my kid, take care of my kid, come home, go to sleep. And that leaves your partner like, what about me? I, I've heard that a lot um, when it comes to, I hear that a lot from men. I got to be honest with you. But I know a lot of men who take care of their children as well. So it may be across the board. I really haven't done a poll that way, but I know for sure that um, a lot of men feel slighted after children have come into the picture, they've had kids with their their spouse, and you know, now the focus is on the child, which completely should be. Uh, I think their argument is, excuse me, that yeah, you make time for the, you know, your children, but make time for your husband as well, and that's right. But I think that, you know, um, and I really can't speak to that, but I, I feel that across the board, maybe, you know, and I think this is another topic, but, you know, there could be some help there when it comes to taking care of the children. So that way the wife is not super tired at the end of the night and she's willing to give you some, just saying. Healthy sex life for me, for a married couple, I think it's, I believe that if I was married and I'm 37, so I'm probably want to have kids. Um, so, you know, I really feel that I would still be wanting it about, you know, roughly three times a week. I think that that's on the good side. I've, again, I've surveyed men and they feel like three to four times a week is, is good, especially if you're laying next to your, your partner. So that was my sex talk for the day. Um, again, sexual health is super important, um, towards life and your well-being and just overall, you know, who doesn't like to have sex, you know, and who just doesn't like to have sex? I just, sex is great, you know, especially if you're getting it the way that you, you enjoy it. Sex can open up an entire world of just pleasure and overall, um, just, it's just great. (laughs) I can't say it enough. I don't, I can't say anything else. I just, I personally enjoy sex. I will say, that um, sex has gotten better for me over the years, and I've heard this a lot as well. Um, sex in my 30s compared to my 20s is, like, phenomenal. I mean, it's just the greatest thing ever. And I think that is also attributed to my partners. I've had some really amazing partners within the last few years. Um, so, you know, that's 
played a huge part in it. Um, my partners were significantly better than the ones that were in my 20s. So, you know, great partners and, you know, being in my 30s, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So anyway, um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I can be found on all social sites at I am Candace Downs. That's Candace with an I, darling. Do not spell my name with an A. Um, comment. Let me know what you think. Share this podcast, please. And also let me know what topics you want to discuss. Remember, I'm all things health, life, and relationships. Not just physical health. Not just goal setting. Not just romantic relationships. But everything encompassed. And I'm here for you. I will talk to you guys later. Thanks. Bye.